my name is Russ and this is Angelica. And we are so glad you are with us here this morning. Um, let's start by praying together. Uh, God, we thank you for bringing us together. And we thank you um, for this morning and this beautiful day. Um, but God, as we start a new year, uh, we want um, to continue to have new hearts. So God, uh, we pray that you would move in our lives and show us new things about who you are. In Christ's name, amen. Um, in February of 1990, uh, a satellite called the Voyager was about to leave our solar system. Um, and uh, when it did, it turned around and took one last picture of Earth. Um, and they released it that year, 1990. Uh, and this is it. Um, that's the Earth. Um, and uh, that is taken from six billion kilometers away. Yeah, and um, so that's 3.7 billion miles. Uh, so when they released that photo, a famous astronomer said this. Y cuando publicaron esa foto, un famoso astrónomo dijo esto. Everything you've ever done was on that one dot. Todo lo que ustedes hicieron está en ese punto. So every person you've ever loved. Toda persona que usted ha amado. Uh, every sunset you've ever seen. Eh, todo atardecer que usted ha visto. Every mile you've ever traveled. Every, eh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's going to happen a few times, so sorry. <laughs> Cada kilómetro que usted ha viajado. Um, has all taken place on that one little dot. So when we look at it from a long distance away, our Earth seems very small. Um, but for most of us, the world seems like a very big place. Uh, and so if you think about just how long it takes to get just across our state, Or how long it would take to travel around the world. We, we understand that it feels like a very big place to us. And because it's big, sometimes it's scary. Um, I was talking to a guy not too long ago who has only lived in the country his entire life. So he's never lived in a city. En que nunca ha de la and I told him when I lived in uh, downtown of Tupelo, 
Cuando le dije que vivía en el centro de Tuxtla. Uh, he asked how many weapons I had. Él me, <laughs> él me preguntó cuántas armas tiene. Uh, because he thought I live in a big city. Porque pensó que vivía en una ciudad grande. Uh, so I might have to defend myself every day. Y necesitaba defenderme todos los días. Um, and I thought that was interesting, but also tells us about how scary the world seems to some of us sometimes. Pensé que era muy interesante, pero también vi que que no tenemos miedo en el lugar donde vivimos. But we are starting a series this month called Beautiful World. Estamos empezando una serie llamada uh, and the reason we're calling it that is because we want to see the beauty in the world God has created. Because there is a lot of beauty. But if we don't stop to look for it, we'll miss what God has created. And we're starting in a little bit of a strange place. So we're going to read in Genesis 11 this morning. Vamos a leer en Genesis 11. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 9. At one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found, it plain, uh, found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone, and tar was used for mortar. Then they said, come, let's build a great city for ourselves, with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united, and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. And that way the Lord scattered them all over the world, and they stopped building the city. That is why the city is called Babel, because that is where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. Un día se dijeron unos a otros, vamos a hacer ladrillos y a cocerlos al fuego. Fue así como usaron los ladrillos en vez de piedra y asfalto en vez de mezcla. Luego dijeron, construyamos una ciudad con una torre que mire hacia el cielo. De ese modo nos haremos famosos y evitaremos ser dispersados por toda la tierra. Pero el Señor bajó para observar la ciudad y la torre que los hombres estaban construyendo y dijo, todos forman un solo pueblo y hablan un solo idioma. Solo es Esto es solo el comienzo de sus obras, y todo lo que se proponga lo podrán lograr. Uh, será mejor que bajemos a confundir su idioma, para que ya no se entiendan entre ellos mismos. De esta manera el Señor los dispersó desde ahí por toda la tierra, y por lo tanto dejaron construir la ciudad. Por eso a la ciudad se llamó Babel, porque allí fue eh, donde el Señor confundió el idioma de toda la gente de la tierra, y de donde lo dispersó por todo el mundo. Now, this might be one of the stranger stories in the Bible. Uh, and I have uh, friends who are not Christians. 
tengo amigos que me están cristiando. Uh, and when they bring up questions they have about faith, cuando hay uh, preguntas que no tienen fe, a lot of times they talk about this story. Muchas veces hablan acerca de esta historia. But what we want to look at today Lo que queremos ver hoy is what the people do and how God reacts. Because this is a story of people's relationship to God. So the people plan to do something. And God uh, doesn't like it, so he does something about it. Uh, so what do they do? Well, they want to build a tower and they want to build a city. Bueno, ellos quieren uh, construir una, una torre y quieren construir una ciudad. And it doesn't look like those are that bad of things to do, right? Y no parece algo malo que, que, se tiene, que, se, que parece que se puede hacer. What's wrong with building a city or a tower? ¿Qué es, uh, ¿Cuál es el problema de construir una tierra o una ciudad? Uh, the, but the problem is not what they do, it's why they do it. El problema no es que... Uh, Because it says they want to build a tower to make themselves famous. To build glory and honor for themselves. And so if you'll think about the motivation is they, they want to be famous. Bueno, y si se ve, y si se piensa, eh, ¿qué es lo que quieren hacer ellos? Ellos quieren ser famosos. And, and we actually can see this today, right? Y podemos ver esto hoy en día. Um, because we see people who use Instagram or Facebook or the news to become famous. Porque vemos personas que usan el Instagram, el Facebook eh, y otras cosas para hacerse famosos. Uh, they do everything they can to make a name for themselves. Y hacen lo que, lo que pueden para pon, poner su nombre. In essence, they are building their own kingdom. Y tratan de construir su propio reino. Um, but this is what the people in this story are doing. Y esto es lo que las personas en la historia hacen. They, they're drawing attention to themselves and they want to be like God. Tratan de dibujar una atención para ellos mismos y, y tratan de... ¿Cómo se dice la palabra en español? Like God. Ah. So they want to get all this attention for themselves and, and build this kingdom for themselves. And if you're, if you're familiar with the story of Adam and Eve, um, they eat a fruit. But the problem isn't that they eat the fruit. The problem, and it says this in Genesis 2, is that they actually want to be like God. And that's why they eat the fruit. And so we, here we have a story of people who want to make a name for themselves. They want to be like God. And God gets frustrated with them. He says, that can't happen. And then they want to build a city. Well, what's wrong with building a city? Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting roads and houses and places to live. 
carreteras, casas, ciudades. Um, so, why do they want to build a city? That's what we're looking at. ¿Y por qué ellos quieren construir una ciudad? Um, and it says they don't want to be scattered. They don't, no, no quieren estar eh, eh, a un lado, dice un lado. It says they, they don't want to leave where they're at. No les gusta vivir de donde están. Um, the reason why this is such a problem is because uh, early on in Genesis, God tells his people to multiply, to go to different areas and spread the good news of his love. And so they don't want to listen to what God has to say. But more than anything, they're comfortable with each other. It says they, they all speak the same language. They all live the same lives. They're all exactly like each other. Uh, and God says, from the very beginning, I want you to scatter out and meet new people. I want you to try new experiences. I want you to go to new places. All for my glory. Not for your own glory or your own kingdom. So that other people may know who I am. So you have these people who want to build a tower for themselves so they can be like God. And they want to build a city for themselves so they don't have to worry about other people around them. But God calls his people from the very beginning to go to uncomfortable places. And God calls his people from the very beginning to look outward rather than inward. So God says, I don't want them to build this tower and I don't want them to build this city. Now, I know for a lot of us, it's easy for us to do the same things. We like to hang around people who are like us. We like to hang around people who look like us and act like us and live like us. But God calls us to the world. Pero Dios nos pide ir fuera. And that doesn't mean every single one of us has to move to the other side of the world. But it does mean that we have to be willing to be uncomfortable to go where God leads us. When you're looking at the story of these people, you think they're just being safe by building a city. They're just being wise and smart. <laughs> but although it's good to take care of family and friends, 
God doesn't want us to build these perfect little lives where we don't have intrusions from other people. Dios no solo quiere que seamos cómodos y seguros o, o, o que sigamos todo para nosotros. Sometimes he calls us to uncomfortable places. Sometimes he even calls us to dangerous places in order that other people might know him. I have a friend of mine who lived his entire life in the same city. And while he was there, he did things that were uncomfortable for most people. He grew up in a, a private school in a big city. But when he graduated, he started working with kids from uh, very poor and diverse neighborhoods. Uh, he started working with kids who grew up in very poor and diverse neighborhoods. He worked uh, in a church that had to lock their doors because there were often gunshots outside. And he spent time working with Uh, people under 18 who had been in prison for a very big, serious crime. Uh, but last year, as a 45-year-old, uh, he got an opportunity to travel to Kenya and live there. And so he's there now. <laughs> After spending 45 years in the same city, he now lives on the other side of the world. But the point is, even when he was in his hometown, he did things that most of us would consider uncomfortable. Uh, and I asked him, I was like, how do you do these things all the time? And he just said, it's, it's never easy, but it's what God leads me to do. And I guess the bottom line is this. Um, if we're going to experience the beautiful world that God has created, We have to be willing to do things that are uncomfortable for us. Which, which means we might have to go to places that we are not familiar with. And that also means we probably have to have conversations with people that we're not familiar with. And we have to give up our own comfort And we have to give up our own desires sometimes. And, and here's what encourages me about you guys. 
motivate me. Um, is that m most of you are pretty okay with going to uncomfortable places. Because our church is doing something a little different. We want to open our eyes to the beautiful world God has. Because the very beginning of our faith is Jesus. And the story of Jesus is that he left heaven. He left what was comfortable um, to come to our earth and deal with all the messiness that is here on our earth. Jesus encountered hatred and Jesus encountered violence and he still taught us how to live in the world. And it was by making himself completely uncomfortable to the point of death. So here's the question for us as we start the new year. Are we willing to be uncomfortable for God? Are we willing to experience the beautiful world that he has for us by being inconvenienced? Are we willing to meet new people, to go to new places, and see what God has next? That's the question for us this morning. Uh, let's pray together. God, we are so honored to be in your presence. And uh, we know that there are some of us who are confused by this story. But help us to see that this story is more the, than language. Um, it's about listening and following and trusting you. Um, at the end of that story, God, um, when they're not willing to go forward, uh, you confuse them, you make them go forward. So we pray that uh, for all of us, you would make us go forward. That you would open our eyes when we are just wanting to be comfortable. And God, we pray that we will grow closer to you. And because we are closer to you, we are more willing to do what you ask us.